Cognitive dissonance and cognitive distortion, they're just labels. But what they are is a handbrake. And when we learn what the handbrakes are, then we can release them. Take off the handbrake and start doing the practices that bring us moments of joy. I'm Castelka Pettit, son of Paul Pettit, and this episode is supported by the sales of Paul Pettit's books found at paulpettit.com. All profits go back towards providing free services as such, and as always, here's your weekly eight but never too late minutes of Mindful Monday. G'day folks, this is Paul Pettit, and you're listening to episode 47 of Mindfulness Mondays. Today, we're talking about cognitive dissonance. What is cognitive dissonance? Interestingly enough, it's when your brain tries to tell you that you can't improve. Why would we have a brain that doesn't want us to improve? Why would we have this capacity to move forward, yet our brain says, no, I think I'll just stay where I am? Let me give you some examples. You're a few pounds overweight and you want to lose some weight and get a little bit fitter. So you think, okay, I'm going to start going to the gym. Or, make it even more simple, okay, I'm going to start running Each morning I will get up and I'll go for a run. Then, the very first morning, you wake up, you roll over, and it's slightly drizzling rain. And the brain says, oh, it's too wet outside, let's not run. And you go, yeah, good idea, I'll do it tomorrow. Then, day two comes along. The alarm goes off, you look at it, you hit snooze, you look outside and it's a little bit dark, and you think, oh, it's a bit too dark, I don't think I'll run today. That's examples of the brain and cognitive dissonance. Something telling you that you can't do or be what you want to be. And for me, this just came up recently because I was down in North Carolina with a family having a beach vacation, taking up surfing again. And the board that the boys had brought to the beach wasn't quite what I was used to. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, that's a bit slippery or that's a bit lightweight or that's a bit long or (laughs) there was so many that's a bit running through my brain. It was trying to tell me, nah, don't be bothered. Don't even go out. Why bother? You can't do what you used to do on your board back in Australia. That's cognitive dissonance. I'm like, no, brain, I can do it. Pick up the board, paddle out, and have a bit of fun, Paul. It's all good. So why does cognitive dissonance take place? Well, the brain's number one rule is survival. It doesn't care if you're happy or unhappy, fit or unfit. Life is good or life is not good. That doesn't enter into it. The brain only wants to survive above all other measures. Therefore, if you've been doing something habitual for 10, 20, 30, 40, or 50 years, the brain says, well, we're surviving. Why do you want to change it up? Why do you want to do something different? So what do we do when we hit cognitive dissonance? We tend to experience cognitive distortions. And this is where the brain highlights areas that aren't quite right. For example, the person who wants to get up and go running, well, I've never been a really good runner anyway, so why bother? Or perhaps, uh, I'm too overweight to run, I'll just do some push-ups. Or perhaps, why would I start running now? I'm 45, 55 or 60 years of age. What's the point? I'll never make it. These are cognitive distortions. The brain sends out false messages in order for you to not try and change things. Because as soon as you change something, It thinks it's dangerous. I don't know how to act if you change what I'm doing. Therefore, I'm going to freak out and I'm going to try and stop you from doing it because I want to survive. So how do we get around cognitive dissonance and cognitive distortions? 
We use bridge thoughts. We use small steps. I want to get somewhere. I want to achieve something. Rather than jumping in big, I'm just going to do small steps. No, I'm not going for a run every morning for the next week. I'm going to go for a run on Saturday. And I'm not even going to go for a run. I'm going to go for a walk and then a a little bit of a run and then a walk and then a little bit of a run and gradually build up on it. And when I ease into something, my brain accepts that it's okay. It can survive under this new routine. Therefore, it sort of sits back a little bit and sort of hovers around to say, well, do I need to create a distortion? It seems okay. Let's let him do it for a little bit. As I do it more and I get healthier, the body starts to thank me and the brain starts to realise that this is a good survival technique. Therefore, the brain starts to put in the chemicals of reward rather than objection. Cognitive dissonance and cognitive distortion, they're just labels. But what they are is a handbrake. And when we learn what the handbrakes are, then we can release them. Take off the handbrake and start doing the practices that bring us moments of joy. And through moments of joy added up, we become happy. Isn't that what you want in life, folks? I just want to be happy? Well, I'm here to tell you it's achievable. Because once you start the action, once you start changing habitual behavior that is creating the, quote, unhappy, then you start to move forward. And this is what life's about. Forever moving forward on the pathway, not just standing still. And ultimately, you get into that place where you feel good about yourself. I enjoy being me. And all of a sudden you realize, hang on a minute, my job's easy. What is it? My job is to be me. And as I say to you, your job is to be you. Check it out, Pettit. Dot com. Don't you love her badly? Don't you need her badly?